0: It's time to watch a movie you've never seen There might be some ninjas or a crazy death machine But there'll be smiles and there'll be tears You won't watch another movie for about 800 years It's time for Death by video,
1: time for death. By video, with Phil
0: and Kit and Lillian and Graham. I'm
2: drinking the uh, old standby Chumay, courtesy of Blood Brothers.
3: Oh, the
0: Chumay! Ooh, sounds delicious. Hey, I'm Graham. I'm Kit. I'm the aforementioned Phil. And we're also joined by the one, the only... Hood. <laughs> and this is Death by Video. Welcome back to you. another episode. With uh, This is going to be a smaller, more contained episode than our last couple ones, which were wild, crazy affairs. Um, this is going to be uh, the first kickoff in our Asian Action Month series. It's not going to be contained to an actual month. That's going to be four weeks of Asian action films from Hong Kong, from Japan, maybe somewhere else. Um... And we're kicking it off tonight with Tiger on the Beat. East Asia. East Asia. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. We're, we're staying out of that weird old West... Well, no, it's not weird. West Asia. West Asia. I know. West Asia. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever says West Asia. Yeah.
2: No, nothing. No action movies from Israel. No. No,
0: no, 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 no. Uh, oh, well. You know what? That'd be good. Or like from Pakistan. Yeah. There's a Pakistan horror film called Hell's Ground that came out a few years ago. Nice. Which was where uh, a bunch of Pakistani... Pakistan pakistanis um actually got the funding to make a movie so they were just like we're gonna throw every single thing from a horror movie in it there's ghosts there's a slasher there's zombies there's like wild mountain men it's like they just took everything and put it into a blender um it's not very good but you know what they tried which is important um speaking of and of like, course turkish star wars turkish star wars turkish yep. mad max yep. turkish exorcist Turkish uh, Superman which is where Superman's kind of a murder happy jerk
1: <laughs> isn't, um,
0: isn't that the DC Universe Superman too? Uh you mean the current one he got better in Justice League he started cracking some dad jokes he saved people they actually showed him saving people for a change in Justice League so yeah,
2: I so, wonder what the Kazakhstan uh, film industry is like
0: uh, It's actually They did that film Mongol a couple years ago Oh that's right yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause like after Borat came out They were just like We can't let the world think that's us Yeah totally That doesn't even look like us They shot that in Romania
1: <laughs> What was the director's name again? Do you remember?
0: Of Borat or Mongol? Mongol I'm afraid to say I, I don't know But it was the story of Genghis Khan I know, kids, kids struggling. That was your peak blockbuster era, right?
3: I was, I was trying to think of the Borat director. Actually, what's his oh, face? Oh, oh, um, um, Larry, Larry,
0: something. Larry... Not, I
3: want to say Larry David, but
0: yeah.
1: Alleged.
0: No, that was that was his character. The director, Larry Charles. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's um, it, Larry Charles. No, never, <laughs> never mind.
2: Um, Wasn't Larry? Didn't Larry Charles Charles direct Seinfeld episodes though? He
0: did. That's where yeah, he came he from. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. And then he directed... What was the thing he directed after it that never got finished? He, oh, he was involved in the, um, the, the uh, Dimitri the Lover documentary that never came out.
2: Oh, no. Doing an you, art. you do not need to give that guy another platform. No, <laughs> which
0: is why I think they, they finished the documentary, because they thought, like, oh, we're really going to, like, dig inside of him, and then they found there was nothing there but some old uh, Hustler magazines and a, and a ball of yarn.
2: <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing the trailer for that, and...
0: It didn't look good. Although, the funny thing about it was all the women that had positive things to say about him, their faces were blurred out. All the women that said negative things were just like, just straight up like, no, you can show me my face. I hate this guy. Have you ever seen the trailer for the uh, Dimitri the Lover documentary? No. Yeah, they don't. It was, you don't. was just no, don't. Don't. No, not It's not worth it. Um, so, guys, has anyone seen anything interesting since we last recorded?
2: Phil? Yes. I uh, Last really good movie I watched was Creep
3: 2. Ooh, Creep 2.
2: Yes, it's equally as good as the first creep movie.
0: What? What? Fill me in on this whole creep movie. It's from uh, Jason Blum, right? The Blumhouse uh, is is the producer yeah, behind it's it. Yeah,
2: Blumhouse uh, starring Mark Duplass.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen either, but I remember that the story, of the original film was it was literally just made about with those two guys, mm-hmm. and then with the third, the second one, they had to expand it to like include and they were, like it was still like just three people making this movie. Um... So it's, it's fascinating because it's it's found footage, right?
2: No, it, it's not found footage like the f- first one, but still like similar in that. Like it it features a it's, – it's mainly a two-hander, and it's also like a person with a handheld camera.
0: Okay, I can kind of get behind that because I remember I started watching the original one, but like as soon as I saw it was found footage, I just – I was at, at found footage overload at that point. Mm.
2: No, I, I think t- – I think you'd be on board with it, to be honest, Graham. Cool.
0: I'll give it another chance. Uh, both, I believe, are on Netflix. On they chance, are,
1: right? yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And uh, another one I I've really liked... I've been meaning liked. to check it out. Yeah. Okay. Another one I really liked was uh, also on Netflix, a uh, movie from a few years ago called Fort Tilden. I don't know it. It's really good. It's by the same people who, behind uh, the show Search Party.
0: Oh, okay. Which you're a big fan of. Yes, I am. Yeah, I've yet to see either, but uh, I really oh. want to watch Search Party.
2: And I finally started watching BoJack Horseman. Oh yeah, and I'm almost uh, two
3: seasons in.
2: And
0: oh wow, really, you've yeah, been watching yeah. up a storm since we last yeah, recorded. Yeah. yeah, cool. Kate, okay, have you seen anything interesting in the last uh, little while?
3: Uh, I got back into um, Will Forte's um, Last Man on Earth. Oh yeah, uh, which is a show that I always kind of like drop, and then I pick back up, and I'm like, oh, it's still funny. I always forget that it's still on because
0: yeah. I'm just like, I'll catch it on TV, and I'm like, oh, that show is still a thing. Because it seems like that—that's a show that would like last for a season or maybe two at it the was, most, and then be like a cult show forever. It was
3: hanging by a thread there for a bit. I remember Will Forte was doing doing the extra legwork to like please watch this show; it could get canceled, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, but
0: yeah. It's still around, mm-hmm. so that's good. January Jones is still employed, which is good. Yeah, I guess so. I, yeah, piles of and not so <laughs> nice things. So maybe I should—I spoke too soon. Um. Anything movie wise? Yeah. Since I, I, this is I've, a
3: cinema podcast. Yes. Yes. I finally got around to watching Three Billboards. Um, yeah. And. It's a movie. You weren't a fan. I I liked it. Mm-hmm. I I I liked it more than Phil did. I yep. wouldn't put it on a. So you
0: liked it more than Phil, but less than me. I'm guessing.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. I I feel like there's a there's a. It maybe you didn't notice within Bruges, but with with um, Malcolm McDonough, um, Martin McDonough. <laughs> Malcolm McDonough, Malcolm McDonough, what a fool the I most sound Scottish like. <laughs> man of all time. <laughs> uh, with Martin McDonough's dialogue, where it's it's like very much like a uh, film school swear happy mm-hmm. kind of a dialogue that that it's like I don't know. Yeah. I'm wondering if he could actually develop characters if he wasn't allowed to use profanity. Interesting. I, so you, I got, that you got you okay. got Har- Oh, Woody Harrelson's character. He says "God damn" during Grace. So you know he's he's got a good side to him, I guess. Well, I think that whole movie was about the gray areas and how it's yes, yeah. And there are moments in that film that I liked. How good people can be bad and bad
0: people can be good.
3: But um, I don't know. Like I like Sam Rockwell's performance. I thought he mm-hmm. was pretty good in it, given yep. the material that he was given. Mm-hmm. Uh, he never the character never seemed brighter than he was supposed to be. And mm-hmm. yet, I didn't quite buy his redemptive arc. I was like, I don't know if this guy deserves a redemption. See, this was, seems I was, forced. I was, I was
0: okay with it, but because like, to me, that shows three-dimensional in characters, because I'm kind of tired of people complain. Right, like, some people are. Yes, but some actual people are two-dimensional and not I know surprising. I know, I know, I know. But that's the thing. It's like, because I, I think Francis McDormand's character like was way overreactive. I don't want to ruin it for a little who hasn't seen it, or our listeners oh, haven't no, watched I'm it. But sure when. <laughs> And I, and I want to ruin it though because someone could be listening I don't want to ruin what she does but I felt that what she did even when she thought she wasn't hurting anyone was a way way over the top reaction to what had happened
3: Yes, yeah. yes, and I so quite I agree. Me, I think, and I think, as an audience, we're supposed to think that we're supposed yeah. to be like, oh, maybe she's not a good mm-hmm. person either. Although you could. Here's another thing about the film: there's not one single character in that entire movie that is actually likable.
0: Yeah, I'm okay
3: with I that. I was going
1: to ask. Uh, it sounds like you didn't like anybody in this movie. There's nobody
3: no, to like. no, really. Any anybody so, who has some redeeming qualities is all snark and. Uh, pessimism anyway.
0: You didn't like, um, Peter Dinklage?
3: Peter Dinklage is the bright shining light of that movie, and I think we could all agree.
0: Just mm-hmm.
1: that name alone Dinklage is a bright shining Dinklage,
0: light. Mm hmm. <laughs> Dinklage?
1: <laughs>
0: are, are you not familiar with Peter Dinklage?
1: I'd, I'd have to see what he looks like. But even his
0: uh,
3: role in the movie, I, I feel like Martin McDonough just likes to throw Mar- small
1: people. Yeah, he's he's
2: obsessed with small people. He's like, yeah, it's just like Harkoons back to him Bruce. It's like, all right, let's throw in a midget insult here. It's like... Like you would think that like Peter Dinklage is uh,
1: I mean,
2: it's such an advanced point in his career that he has enough to deal with it. But um, but the again. thing is,
0: but I think by his by his presence alone, because that's the thing is like he he's writing these characters in, whereas other people would not write in a midget to be in that to be in that role.
3: Mhm. I I do think it's it would be hard for Peter Dinklage to score a role outside of cartoon work where uh, the fact that he's um, a midget is not somehow referenced by his character or by other characters
1: Oh, is this the guy from... Uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
3: okay. Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. I don't know the song. And of course, it's a huge part of his character in that show, too. It's, yeah. it's never like his character is... He's always trapped in that that body,
0: right? Exactly, yeah. So moving on from three of the wards, Lil, have you seen anything interesting in the last little while?
1: Um... Not that I can uh, recall right now. I can't really think. Um, but you go ahead. What have you seen?
0: Um, I watched two movies over the weekend. I watched The Hunger uh, by Tony Scott, the 1981 film starring Susan Sarandon, Catherine Deneuve, and uh, David Bowie. Um, Did and, you go to that screening? No, no, no. I rented it. I I, 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 I couldn't make it to the screening, so I rented the film. Um, but uh, And also featuring a very young role... Um, Willem Dafoe, he was one of the punks. Like,
2: yeah, like punk and yeah, Von when he was like, "How about like that? it,
0: lady? Come on! How about it, lady? Come on!" Um, and um, also the band Bauhaus. Yes, in the opening credits, it's interesting because like starting it, like I, I, the the reputation that that movie has and the fan base is very much I think they were fans of Bauhaus, but the movie itself gets away from that so fast. Like that's a cool opening music video thing, and then after that, it's all classical music. Um, Which, when I was doing some research on the film after the fact, I realized that um, Tony Scott said, like, he wanted the entire film outside of that scene to be nothing but classical music. And it's a very interesting film, because it's not really about love, it's not really about vampires, it's about addiction. Uh, I didn't like the ending, though, and since this is a 37-year-old movie at this point, like, I felt that when Susan Sarandon's character committed suicide, she was doing that to say, I don't want to live as an addict. Spoiler alert! I just said, I'm spoiling a 37-year-old movie, Kit. Uh, When she commits suicide, like, I felt that that was such a a great character thing because she, we see, like, the, with David Bowie's character, like, what her role in life becomes and how eventually the addiction catches up to her, up to him, and he becomes, like, this shell of himself. And with her, like, she decides to end it early because she didn't want to go on forever as an addict. But then, and then I actually looked it up because like at the end I was like, why is she on a balcony? Why is she doing this? And then I, I looked it up and it turns out that the studio actually forced Tony Scott to add that ending because they thought there was the potential for a sequel. So they actually, the original ending was basically Susan Sarandon kills herself, Catherine Deneuve's, uh former lovers that she keeps locked up in the attic as they're, as rotting corpses come back to life and attack her, and then she herself dies the end. So it had a very bleak ending um, and it became because that's why it's called the hunger because it's it's about addiction.
2: Yeah, it'd be an interesting double bill with Abel Ferreira's The Addiction.
0: Yeah, which is also about vampires. Yes. Mm. Or Had Habit it? by uh, by what's his face? Yeah. Um, Larry Fessenden.
2: Yeah, like The Addiction is, as you could probably guess, an allegory for heroin addiction.
0: hmm But it's got vampires. Yes. Um, and then the other film Louis I watched. Taylor. Oh, okay. And Christopher
2: Walken. And...
0: Sounds like a great cast. That's the problem. A lot of Abel Farah's work is not on, in print right now. Like, yeah. we're lucky that his early films, like, the I fact that... I do think it came out on DVD, The Addiction. Yeah, a lot of his films miss that. Like, I still want to see, um, what was it, uh, 444, The End of Days, or whatever yeah. it's called, and the uh, Dancing at the Whatever Club or something, which... Oh, uh, no, Go-Go Tales, featuring Ozzie Argento and uh, Willem Dafoe. Um, and then, what's the other film? Oh, yeah, I watched Shock'em Dead, the 1991 hair metal horror comedy... That um, came out just before Nirvana broke big, so it was like by the time it was over, because like when I was watching, I was trying to place it. I'm like, all these kids look like early '90s, like LA, kind of into grunge, but not really yet. Like they know something's coming. Like their hair is like wh- well put together and nicely cut co- quaffed, um, but they're they're playing hair metal and they want to go on tour with a a, a a band called Festering Corpse or something stupid like that. Um, I don't know. Um, probably a riff on Cannibal uh, Corpse yeah it's interesting because it stars uh, Aldo or it doesn't star but like uh, the character, the actor Aldo Ray that uh, Brad Pitt's character in Inglourious Bastards* was named after plays the owner of a pizza shop that fires the nerdy guy it's basically about a, a nerdy guy that, that sucks at guitar that sells his soul to a Haitian witch doctor to um to, to get That's get his oh my god the second that she walked into the frame she was like walking around in in broad daylight Los Angeles wearing like robes and carrying around like you know a, a bone necklace and you're just like oh God
1: oh, wow. and then
0: of course you know he becomes this rock star and he's got these three women that live with him in his mansion and he joins the band and he kicks out the singer who has kind of a heroin addiction. Like, they, there's so many things that are just like glossed over, like, oh yeah, and the singer's addicted to heroin, because he just-
1: or it's a Figaro type thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's Figaro, it's Faust, it's the Faustian deal. So, and of course, you know, there's a love triangle in the band, and it turns out that since he sold his soul, he already doesn't have one. He has to kill people and develop their souls, much like one of the women that he lives in the house with who have all sold their souls to this Haitian witch doctor. Um, it's 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 a fun movie. I don't lie; it's really fun. Like the problematic elements are there, and they're very 1991. When it was like, we can just put a black woman in some robes and give her a bone necklace, and bam, she's a mystical witch doctor. <laughs> um, but yeah, the whole was fun. So that brings us to tonight In our feature film, the kickoff. This is a kind of an also ran of the um, the late 80s, early 90s Hong Kong action scene. Um, it stars Chao Young fad who's very prominent in uh, a lot of John Woo's work. Uh, it also stars Conan Lee, who... Uh, who what else did he do? He had... I'll get to it later. We've got some notes and some trivia to talk through before we actually watch the film. It's most well-known now for its ending which features a chainsaw fight which became a pre-YouTube viral video way back in the day, which I think we've all heard, we've all seen the chainsaw fight, right?
1: So hard to read your writing.
0: I might
2: have seen the chainsaw
0: file I just don't remember it. The interesting thing is the chainsaw file was re- was pulled off of YouTube a few years ago. Actually, you actually can't find it anymore. So I think no there's really? a copyright
1: mm-hmm. filing.
0: But Lillian was just copy uh, commenting on my handwriting, which is that's why I do cursive because
1: just, just 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 from here it looks like a whole other language. It's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome.
0: Yeah, we're children of another era. Yeah. The
2: last, uh, the the last chicken scratchers, years. yeah.
0: Um, so this film was, and get ready to hear me slaughter a lot of um, a lot of uh, uh, Asian names here. Uh, it was directed by Chia Liang Lu, um, who actually started as an actor back in 1950 with a film called Brave Lad of Guangdong. Um, get. Nodded, I was expecting a little laugh at the Guangdong. Um, and his last credit was in 2005 as an actor for a film called Seven Swords. His first directorial uh, credit was in 1973 for the film Juizio Bo Sha, which has no um, English translation title. I'm certain that you butchered that, but... And
1: Maybe that's why your writing was a little hard to read. <laughs> I think it's all coming together for me now.
0: I actually printed out, like, I wrote in big block letters the uh, the Asian or the, the Canton names for the, these movies because I didn't want to mess them up any more than I am. Um, his last directing credit was actually in 2003 for Jui Ma Lau, um, and then he, he passed away in 2013 at the age of 76. Um, and we should also mention that Dolores uh, Royden, was that her name? From, Dolores Royden. Or, yeah. or Royden from The Cranberries, the singer of... If you're our age, in your early to mid-30s, and, like, you remember back in the 90s when there was good music on the radio, uh, her band, the Cranberries, and her voice traveled a lot. She kind of had, like... She sang with an unadulterated Irish lilt, which was almost yodeling a little bit. Yeah, but, um, dirty yodeling. Yeah, I'm not going to impersonate her now, but, um, but I, I... She had a lovely voice. She did have a lovely voice, not a lovely vice. Um,
1: I'm having an Irish coffee in her honor tonight.
0: Cheers to that. Um so rest in peace Dolores Awarden. Uh she actually lived in Canada for I think the last 20 years. She married a Canadian producer and oh, she has three three young children. Um That, uh, that how,
3: how did she pass away? Does no was one
0: it? knows. It. She passed away in um, in her hotel room. Uh, she was only forty six years old. Like that's the thing too. Like she was like when I was a kid, like, she well, seemed I like remember, an adult.
3: Yeah, I remember uh, in the late nineties, I, I she, when she was living in Ontario, mm-hmm. uh, and she did an interview, and she was like, "I've spent the last year just uh, surviving on cigarettes and coffee alone, so I can't be doing that anymore." So I'm yeah. wondering if like that
0: had something to do with it possibly like she was also recently diagnosed with bipolar disorder um which afflicts a lot of people and and a lot of times not in ways that we we recognize it's not the stereotypical bipolar person so we don't know uh by the time this goes up maybe we'll know but uh it's it's a sad day um you know, who of us didn't sing along to Linger or In Dreams or... Who amongst us didn't zombie? learn a few chords of Zombie and I know, play them it was on our three guitar to impress everyone? E minor, G, <laughs> and C. Or A. I can't remember. I did the
2: song was just called Dreams, and Dreams is Roy really Orbison. Right,
0: right, right. But I like, I like it all the same. And then there was that video with... Uh, I don't remember the name of the song, but it was always on NTV in between commercial breaks. But it was her and the weird clown and the kids. Like, and I remember... Tie your kids onto their beds. Shave their heads.
2: Oh. Yeah. I don't remember that song. There was another one. was like Salvation. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah That's yeah, the, the song, that Salvation.
0: Yeah, That's yeah. actually Salvation. the song, yeah. Salvation. Mm-hmm. So, RIP. So, and back to our notes on the film here. Um, uh, Chia Liang Yu, um, his most probably best known Western film in, in the Western world is uh, the 1994 film The Legend of the Drunken Master aka Drunken Master 2 starring Jackie Chan and Donnie Yen.
1: Yes. Now, love
0: it. I know it's a good one and that film is actually a, the long-awaited almost 20 years in the making sequel to the original Drunken Master from 1976 or 77 and um... He then quickly followed up on the success of that with Drunken Master 3, which didn't star Jackie Chan and wasn't as well received, unfortunately. Um,
3: Did did Drunken Master 1 have Jackie Chan in
0: it? Yeah, that was Jackie Chan's breakout. That was the first time Jackie Chan really got involved in the production of the film and and wrote to his strengths, because up until then he was another Bruce Lee clone. But then he realized, hey, if I punch a wall and go, ow, that separates me. Because everyone trying to be Bruce, his famous quote is, Bruce Lee punches a wall and his fist goes through it. I punch a wall and it hurts. And that's the, hmm? And people laugh. Exactly. He goes, ow. You know, that's his thing. Um, and so there's some more more, more stuff to talk about with the Tiger on the Beep uh, and its, uh, it's kind of odd sequels and how they kind of, had different cross crossways um the film stars chow young fat who is hot off of his star making turn in a better tomorrow city on fire which infamously was a big influence on reservoir dogs and one of my favorite films which we'll be watching later on in the month a better tomorrow part two um, the female lead of the film uh nina lee chai uh, she actually, between 1987 and 1991, became the biggest and most financially successful actress in Hong Kong history. She was so successful, in fact, that she retired completely from acting in 1992 at the age of 31. Um, and then, also in the film, uh, starring, playing the character of Fai, the hitman, or Foy, the hitman, is uh, an actor known as uh, Chaya Hui Lee. Who is better known to Western audiences as Gordon Liu, who was in the Kill Bill films. He played Johnny Moe, one of the bodyguards of... Um, uh, he played the... Um, uh, Gordon Liu uh, in, was in the Kill Bill films, uh, where he played Johnny Moe, one of uh, Lucy Liu's bodyguards. That's her name. And he also played Pi Mei in the sequel. Oh, that guy. hmm um, so yeah, without them, Har is the guy you trains... Yes, the uh, trains uh, the yeah. bride yeah, yeah yeah um so guys, since uh, I'm the only one that did research on the film, do any of you have any idea of what uh what we are in store for
2: Buddy action comedy in the lethal weapon vein mm. with chainsaw fight mm.
0: I, I think Phil's got it. this is what I'm guessing too. okay. Well, we'll see. Does anyone else have anything to say before we watch this movie? Speak now or forever hold your peace.
1: Sounds sounds good to me. What you guys are thinking and Graham's going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh no, it's gonna. So I'm eager to see what it's all about. Let's do it.
0: All right, let's watch this movie and get somewhat uncomfortable. Okay. Oh God! All right. <laughs> all right. We will be right back after Tiger on the Beat.
3: In a secret world... Now, the only thing left to play for are the lives of two cops. With everything to learn and nothing to fear
2: but each other.
1: Action Superstar Chow Yun-Fat.
3: and Kill Bill's Gordon Liu in the action adventure that will take you to a new extreme.
0: So that was Tiger on the Beat, and I just want to start out this portion of the podcast by saying, "Screw Cineplex; they have ruined movies nationwide." <laughs> Eat it, Cineplex. Yep, uh, we're not even attempting to play favorites here. You guys suck. And we've heard about what you're doing with the minimum wage bullshit. Yeah, uh, yeah, you guys are. Uh,
2: I echo that sentiment. Mm-hmm. Sorry,
0: you just came. A little just walked in back into the room as we were like <laughs> complaining about like Cineplex has ruined movies forever. Support your local rep theater yes exactly. do please do cuz when they go so do the movies we're we're spoiled in Toronto I do have to say we are spoiled in Toronto cuz there are many towns where the Cineplex is the only option and they play 3 they play 3 movies at a time on all seven screens Two in 3D, and then one not. And the movies won't disappear, but they'll just go to Netflix, which is, I don't think,
3: what anybody in this room really
0: wants. No, no, no. And whenever I hear someone say, like, oh, you know, it's the kind of movie where I didn't have to go to the theater, that is 100% bullshit. If you're making a movie, you make it to be shown in the theater. No one makes a movie and thinks, like, you know what, this should be watched on an iPhone. (laughs) I really think, like, an old 1998 uh, PC laptop is the way this should be experienced. Well, yeah
2: if we were born a decade earlier we would have been able to catch a movie theater on every block in the city oh, I know
3: I, oh. I can't wait to see the first full length feature film shot on vertical on an iPhone <laughs> it's
0: oh. going to be great it's in 9x16 <laughs> we've actually had to in commercials I shoot we've actually had to protect 9x16 safe like can you make sure this is 9x16 safe and we're like you mean 16x9 safe no 9x16 vertical You realize we're shooting on anamorphic lenses, the widest lenses possible. Yeah, but just make sure, sure like every so everything has to happen in the dead center of the frame. That's an inch wide. Yeah, yeah, do that.
3: People can't turn their phones, Graham. Come on, the
0: worst. Anyways, we just watched Tiger on the Beat. We did, which was
1: yeah, it was awesome yeah I really, I, I really liked it
0: it it slapped i know it it, it yeah it, it slapped it, hard it had some it had some, some darker <laughs> moments it had some moments that uh would not fly nowadays but,
1: but look at what we're dealing with right it's gotta have its darkness
0: i'm kind of shocked that these like those moments
2: flew 30 years ago
0: well it's also asian cinema and um there it's 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 I've seen a lot of Asian movies from this time period where the women weren't treated so well.
3: It's it's Hong Kong cinema, late 80s. Sorry, Hong Kong cinema, yeah, late yeah, 80s. Yeah, 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 But same thing, same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Um, but no, this is this has been more enjoyable to watch than most of the films I've seen recently.
0: Yeah, this was just a solid, entertaining action film. Like Chow Young fat chewed up the scenery. He played a character totally different than his character in uh, Ta- the, Tiger on the Beat. He played a character totally different than his character in A Better Tomorrow or in City on Fire or, or his latter films, Hard Boiled, Hard Boiled the killer
1: or he pees
3: um,
0: his pants in this film
3: in like
2: one oh, of the first scenes are you
1: gonna be one of those people who don't let him live it down too no no, no.
2: no. yeah and he wears a leather visor the entire movie he and, does he never takes it off and Hawaiian
0: shirts like tied around his waist with yeah. with t-shirts underneath right yeah like and not, that, not look, like he's look. tied around his waist like he's in a grunge band in 1992 like he's wearing the shirt it's open but he ties it around his waist with like pleated green pants underneath mm. white yellow, pants usually yellow. but
3: yellow yeah yeah. yeah.
0: Still pleated though. Yeah, I know that was great. And it featured Conan Lee as his partner as like this awesome uh and his film debut. Yes, his film debut. Um Conan Lee actually starred in the as, sequel, Tiger on the Beat Two, which as is two zero three nine six, Officer two zero three nine six.
3: Take it from here,
0: Lil.
1: And uh he's more of this like straight arrow, easily, very suggestible type of cop, very right?
3: Very kicky. Very kicky. Yeah he, he beats a guy near the start of the movie. Just for being ugly, as far as I can tell.
1: Well, he looked he was kind of like, shitty. There's nothing
2: wrong with being ugly. And
1: then he <laughs> gets to That's my neighbor. Uh, yeah, that's my neighbor. He's just always he's just always on the watch, and he's always like aware, and he's always on. You know that type of cop. Perky. Mm-hmm.
0: So interestingly enough, um, there was a sequel uh, not too long after it. Um, and uh, it actually starred Conan Lee, but as a different character, a character named Buffalo. It was directed by the same director.
1: Buffalo Soldier in of America.
0: And then, um, <laughs> I was trying to think of the That's next good. line, but like, I couldn't. Stolen from Africa. Africa.
3: Stolen from Africa. Brought, Brought
1: to America. Why?
0: I never thought in our Tiger on the Beat episode, Bob Marley would be a musical cue, but it is. Um Wait,
1: you said Buffalo.
0: It's true. You, you started this, Graham. I know, um, and then Tiger on the Beat Three didn't actually star any of the actors from the original film, but it was directed by Chia Yong Lu, um, who played Sourpuss in the first film. I'm not really sure who Sourpuss was. I think it might have been the um, the brother that uh, that they capture. So let's uh, let's 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 take it through this this amazing uh, Hong Kong action odyssey. We are introduced to Chow Yun-Fat as he is playing the character of Francis Lee. and He's, a, he's cuckolding somebody. Yeah, he, he is engaged. The first shot is his leg um, handcuffed to another leg. And it's of a woman as her husband is trying to get in the house and he was out all night philandering about um and she's like oh my god my husband's back and he's like you're married you never told me that she's like yeah i did that was the first thing i said and he's like sometimes i don't listen when i when things i don't want to hear are being said well, like this film is such is full of such great horrible grammatical lines because well and i think yeah, the, the um
3: as we noticed the subtitles that we were watching it with are sometimes not exactly yeah. accurate but uh, the
0: word he um, fl- as opposed to flirt, it's fluent. Um, fluent. Yeah. You know i fluent around. Um, but um, he breaks in and the husband comes in and he convinces the husband that, like, oh, your wife was out worrying all night long. Are you cheating on her? And he's like, of course I'm not cheating on her. And then he whispers, yeah, I do have a girl on the side. And then he convinces the husband, like, oh, she passed out from the from fear the and I brought her upstairs and she is um CPR. She, she does call from CPR. cheating baster at one point. A cheating baster, yeah.
1: <laughs> Turkey based yeah,
2: this is this is our first movie with subtitles that we've watched. I know video. it
3: will not be the last this
0: month, though. Yay.
3: Thank goodness.
1: Thank goodness for that.
3: Better than the dubbing. You you said yeah. you've seen this
0: with dubbing before. And the dubbing is pretty bad. It's kind of like And it's, not good. Bad, I assume. No, 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 no. Um, and you know what? I
1: I I'm kind of okay with dubbing now. I used to it used to throw me off big time, and I used to hate it. I'd rather have it in the original language and just read the subtitles, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm okay with it.
3: For for a movie like this, where it's just it's kind of a silly film anyway, yeah. I could I could see just I, being fine with it. I I, pr- I prefer the
0: subtitles though. The basters, the yeah, fluence, yeah. the um, it's all good.
2: It's and the it's edited good. Uh, subtitles for like, the English speaking white characters. Yeah, where was it's
0: like, get over here, and then the subtitle reads, please come over here, or please please come to where I am standing, or something like or that. Or they'll be cussing, and then it'll just be like, yeah, a funny... what are you doing, shithead? Hey, lame brain, Stop that! Yeah. Well,
3: there was like, uh, there was like one scene where the the white gangster is like, "You've got a pretty sister, you motherfucker," and then the subtitle is, "Your sister is good looking." <laughs> <laughs> but then, yes. <laughs> but then, um. Like, then it goes the they other way. They did that
1: among themselves, too, though. It goes
3: the other way sometimes, too, because it wasn't sometimes... It
1: just a white character thing.
3: Well, sometimes oh, yeah. the Hong Kong guys will use, uh, uh... English, idioms. Uh, English yeah, idioms. yeah. Um, and w- uh, one of the guys says, Sorry, and then the guy's like, No, Sorry! And then the, uh, but then the subtitle is like, go f**k your face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I think, uh, that's what I want to say. Like, I think the subtitling did a good job.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah they, got the, like, they got the meaning across. They, they get the subtext.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It's, They it's, do, it's, they do. Yeah, the subtitles.
1: Yeah, whoever did the subtitles really, like, did, you know, gave this movie uh, its due a contemplation.
0: Yeah. So then we're introduced to Michael Chow or T'Zao because his name changes halfway through the movie and the subtitles. We're never in, entirely sure. Who, TSO. I don't, who is, I don't know. How you pronounce um, it. Who is interrupting a robbery, a, perch, a purse snatcher where it becomes a long shootout, which involves Chow Young Fat. Chow Young Fat basically like works off his hangover by drinking a dozen eggs, which was. Uh, which he chases with some tea. T- chase with some tea and, and then, then eats like the two orders of ham and fried eggs to and beans to go bring it down. And then he gets the hiccups, and then the person's like. Then he's like, oh, like, how do I gotta get rid of these hiccups? And then the girl, the cashier is like, oh, you should have a fright. He's like, okay, frighten me. And she's like, there's a stick up outside. And then he turns around, huh? And the guy sticks his gun in his mouth. And it's it's that kind of movie. Yeah. It's silly. Like yeah. um, it's yeah. the kind of movie where Chow Yun Fat always puts his fists on his hips to yell things at people. Yeah, it's really awesome. <laughs> um, and then uh, so after that, that's when we uh, this is the scene where he infamously urinates on himself, which he doesn't live down throughout the entire movie as he's being held hostage. He was drinking a lot of tea. Drank- I
1: know. Give the guy a break. He just he just get just to all the listeners out there. Yeah. He does not catch a break with urinating himself for being held on gum. Right? I've
3: I've never had a gun stop in my face and I'm pretty certain that I would piss and shit myself as soon as that happened.
0: Thank you very much. And vomit and then pass out. I,
1: I also, oh, but you're not a sergeant. I, no. I like
2: the I like the comedic timing of the scenes because like, he opens his mouth wide open for like, the gun to go into his mouth and, Yeah. Uh, but
1: Phil, wouldn't you? You'd be like ah. ah! And he's I a police like officer. Yeah, exactly. That's what we didn't get to yet.
0: He is actually a police officer and so Michael saves his life kind of and then yeah, then of course him and Michael wind up becoming This uh, is
3: this is Detective 20396.
0: Yep, which is his name throughout he's like, oh there's two zero three nine six. It's like his name is Michael. Also known as Detective Beautiful Legs. Oh yes, that scene. So <laughs> Anyway, anyway, go on with your review. So um So after this, uh, we're introduced to uh Chatting Fat's sister Mimi. Oh,
1: oh 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 I love okay. Every time um Chow Young Fat Chow, Young Fat, and Conan Lee.
0: Uh, Conan Lee, who plays uh, Michael Chow. His partner. Yeah, his partner.
1: So every time these two guys come to the police, uh, to the office, um, these two, <laughs> these two chicks bicker at them. They always poke fun at them. I love it. They they probably did it like two times in the movie. It's the best.
0: Oh yeah, they his did it three times. Once with urination, once with the legs, and then once with like that at the very end where it's like. Oh, I heard that you uh,
1: Oh, the meeting's just ended Nice of you guys to make it And all this stuff
0: Yeah, they're awesome They're just breaking these guys' balls constantly
1: Yeah, I love it I love the little camaraderie in the in the force. It seems like a very fun police office to
0: work in.
3: Like I, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, you you were saying this is more. Le- this is not lethal weapon as as, as Philip had guessed, but it yeah. is a little bit more it's lethal. It's a little weapon lethal were...
0: weapon, but there were so many buddy cop comedies and in the was, '80s. There uh, was another I 48. There's 48 Hours, Turner and Hooch, and extent. And, and, canine, canine, to and a then I brought up the, the Canadian TV series Cats, K A T Z, and Dogs. Cats and Dogs.
1: Oh well, yeah. I also
2: name dropped the Chuck Norris movie Tough Dog, which I did not see.
3: Which Which none of us, of us have us seen. heard of.
2: Yeah, I haven't heard of it. I assume it's in the tradition of canine and Turner and Hooch.
1: Hmm, probably.
3: Lawman with law dog.
2: <laughs> um, so, Walker Texas Just
1: Dog. Me and my dog. Walker
0: Texas
2: Dog.
1: Against the world.
0: Oh yeah. What's the character in Force?
3: Uh oh. Uh, well, there's because okay. I know he's got two. Sorry, he's, Broforce is this video Chuck game Norris that's awesome. yeah, I know there, oh, there's uh, there's Brodoc.
0: Which is from missing doc, Which is
3: from missing an action, and then he has his Walker Texas Ranger, a broker a Texas Ranger, bro, broker, which
0: is not smart. Bro, yeah.
1: like bro. They put
0: yeah. bro into every they single. Bro, name. There, there's Command Bro, robocop Cop, um, bro, go Ram, go. Ram Bro, Ram bro, bro, Double Bro Seven, Time Bro, Time Bro.
2: Uh, oh, it would be pretty great if. Walker was also a broker. Uh, not only a Texas Ranger, but also a broker. <laughs> a
1: broker? Yeah. Well, Walker, like Texas been...
3: broker. That's
2: well, him planning for like...
1: incorporated him somehow, haven't they?
3: Yeah, totally. He'll finance your mortgage. After he kicks your ass. <laughs> <laughs> um...
0: <laughs> so... Back to uh, Tiger on the Beat. Uh, we join Chai young Fat in the hospital. Oh my God! Why the batteries almost dead? So Chai young Fat is in the hospital yes. and he's flirting with the nurses. Nurse, and then his and then his sister comes and he's like, "Oh, uh, matron! Oh, she's here! Oh, it's my sister! Look!" Then Michael comes to apologize and and uh, they get into a bit of a scrap and Chai young Fat's sister falls on top of Michael and he's like, "Hey, yo! Get off of my sister!" And
3: yes, uh, Chai young Fat has a very Tony Montana-esque kind yeah. of um, protection. Yeah. Um, don't obs- you ever obsession? talk about her again! <laughs> With his sister, it's a Take little weird. Take your
0: on straight, Manolo. Um, yeah. I don't
1: even think about it.
0: Don't you even talk about it that way. Um,
1: hey! Sister!
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Say hello
0: to my little friend! Oh, God. Um... And this went to an excellent
3: place, yeah, and I'm here for it. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So then, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, actually, funny, it's funny.
1: <laughs> it's funny, guys. Uh, Scarface is on Netflix, and I and I and I popped it on recently, and ended it just at where it ends, at part one.
3: Oh, you ended it at the end of part one before. Yeah, so
1: I didn't to get so a refresher. So he swoops in,
3: he picks up Michelle Pfeiffer. This is before the He's the in the
1: bathtub, and bathtub. Your, your womb was polluted and all this shit. Your womb shit, was you know? polluted,
0: yeah, yeah. Look at that pretty pelican. <laughs> oh, I look at the girl like You're this. just sitting
1: there waiting to get <laughs> fucked.
0: Oh, God. Yeah,
1: Let's talk t- about yeah, his money, tapes, Tony. Uh, money. It was, it
3: was, yeah.
0: Mm hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer's name in that. Uh, yeah, it's
3: Elvira. Elvira. That's right. Oh, hey! I checked out Elvira is on Twitter, by the way, mm-hmm. and Instagram, which I have her on. And Instagram, oh, of course. So I,
0: I've already followed her on uh, Twitter, and I'm hoping she'll, yes. We'll by get the a way, follow. By the way, follow us on Twitter. We are on Twitter at Death by Video Pod. That's correct. Yeah, and you can find us on Facebook at Death by Video Podcast. If you want to send us an email, send us to DeathByVideoPodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at Death by Video Podcast. But,
3: but yeah, she just ended her stage show last year. I. Told I, you guys all this last episode. I saw a clip from the stage show. She, man, she's still giving it. I oh, yeah. told she's you still guys doing, this
0: last time.
3: She is still doing you the
1: know tassel what? dance. She's the type of chick that won't get up there unless she can bring it.
2: She's
3: know? too legit to quit.
1: She's too legit to quit.
3: Like hammer that's correct Yeah, that's what i was going for and back, just like hammer who is doing like um some
0: commercials com- some oh, commercial yeah, work really? he says yeah okay
3: and they're all Probably like chow young
0: fat who just can't quit being a police officer and tiger on the beat
1: very nice segue w- graham that-
0: so then we're back at the police station where um francis lee and michael chow are you know what
1: it is uh kit i'll tell you right now graham is very protective about elvira
3: oh i wasn't going to miss oh, elvira oh, oh let me my hey, good god hey.
1: Oh, no, no, no. It, it, he just can't stand anybody talking about her at all. He's no, no very... I can totally understand people no,
0: talking no, about her. So no, he's,
3: no, he's no, a little no, like no, Tony no. Montana with his sister. He's, he's like, don't Yeah, don't Elvira's
1: off-limits. Like, Elvira's his.
0: Now you just make me sound horrible. <laughs> kind of like Charlie Young-Fat's character around the one-hour mark in this film. So anyways, um, we uh, we are at the police Master station. Master of the Segway. They're teamed up, and then we're introduced to the evil white guys. So there's a scheme to bring in cocaine to Hong Kong through surfboards. Surfboards, yeah. So we meet a very, very, very tense uh, drug deal that goes down where this one guy sells them out and sells them like... What doesn't go down, it goes off. I know, and then they bring in Tim, who, who is one of the most... Uncomfortable characters in the film who wears a T-shirt that says "Get AIDS, Have Death" or
3: something like that. Well, all I saw was the uh, like he's the it's he's the worst stereo- stereotype. He's just
1: like he's just the club kid, you know. He's the he
3: kind of looks like young Corey Haynes Yeah, um, yeah. But it's it's the worst, and his his lines
0: he's are the, sort of he's dumb. The,
1: he's the Coke Connection. He's the one who will I know test they, the Coke. Yeah, They bring it, him you know?
0: in to test the Coke, and he's I like, love his lines, like, "Okay, just give me a minute." Hold on, let me let me check it out. And everyone's just like, "What? <laughs> what? What's what's going on here? Why is this stereotype like at this drug deal?" Poor Tim. Aww. But they realize it's fake, and then at that that point, that's when we're introduced to a character. Uh, what's his name? the The sister of he's uh, the
3: he's the brother the of brother the sister of I can't Mary remember Donna. His name, yeah, but I cannot.
0: But anyways, uh, the brother and Mary Donna were immigrants we didn't even from get to Inspector Butt yet. Oh, Inspector Butt, or Commissioner Butt. <laughs> Anyways, Commissioner Butt. Sorry, that's, that's not
2: Inspector Butt. So, anyways, yeah, it's also Inspector Butt. Like, it alternates.
1: Inspector Butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you I see, love the person who does those subtitles. Yeah, yeah. This is just an, a clue. To what ins- oh, what's yeah. in store.
0: So the drug deal goes bad, and Mary Donna's brother winds up shooting the guy that sold them out. And then he goes to her house, all scared. She's an aerobics instructor, by the way, which puts this straight in my favorite Pantheon of movies. The movies that feature aerobics in some way, because it's always, like, just like just shoved in there. Um, Mary Donna, who is played by Nina Lee Chai... Uh, who was, yes who was great She was great in this film um, She's the one that retired in 1992 at the age of 31
1: Oh and she made it big right shortly after this movie you said.
0: Including this movie yeah she became the most financially Successful actress in the history of Hong you Kong know, girl. Made it big just like Wham Yes And did, yeah. I'm not putting in a Wham Needle drop oh, um, man. You
1: have to, you have to.
0: So that'll wake me up before you go go. No, uh, no, no. Um, <laughs>
2: no, no. I'm not not a careless
3: whisper.
1: Uh, I'm never gonna dance again. No.
3: Yeah.
0: So, anyways, at least the saxophone on that song. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> um, the the brother that uh, that kind of screwed up the drug deal. He goes to his sister and says, "You got to help me out. You got to take this order of drugs. And you got to go to this hotel and you got to switch it with in your in this white purse." With a girl with another white purse, and that money's going to be full of cash to get us out of here. Now, during this whole time, the uh, our two intrepid police officers get a tip that at this hotel, this is where all the big drug deals go down. And, Ch- and as soon as Mary Donna walks in, Chow Young-fat notices her right away. And they're not getting along no. so far. No. I mean, oh, it's, yeah, yeah. it's a bit of a... Uh... We've got um, Michael. Little, Michael So. was a little bit hot-headed and Young fue- fat. He's, uh, yeah. Michael So is way too eager to kick people in the head, and Young Fat is way too eager to just do nothing and stay in bed. Just to to fluid. Did you see what to- I did
1: there?
3: I rhymed. You did. You rhymed, and I know you rhymed. Head that in makes bed. It true. Yeah,
0: no I, I think that was pretty good, guys.
1: I, I'm I'm getting a little flustered because uh, <laughs> I think we're not giving uh, Chow enough credit here.
0: Oh, he's he oozes Ch- charisma. is a card in this film. He is That's, a cu- he is oh. such a card. Every little oh, thing. Up to you, a certain point, and then and then, then he starts slapping women around. But yes, then he comes back happen. again um, in Slappy's a weird way.
2: a bit of an understatement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, anyways, um, we'll
0: get to that. Yeah, we will get to that. So then, um, they're hanging out at this hotel. He sees Mary Donna. And he tries to flirt with her by doing a magic trick. And, like, his partner blows it all because his partner at one point thought, like, the whole th- gay, like joke of this magic trick is, like, oh, I'm going to throw a glass at you. It's the old thing of, like, I'm, like, covering my glass in a napkin and then I'm moving my glass to the edge of the table. Then I throw my glass at you, but, oh, the glass disappeared whereas it really just dropped down behind the edge of the table. And she is confused. He goes over starts to inspect her purse because he thinks there's something up about her because she's acting suspicious. And he's using his police officer's intuition to, um.
1: Well, he noticed that the purse was different. Before.
0: That's a little later.
1: No. No, that's oh, really, that was yeah, after. Yeah. That was his big.
2: Because there was, like, a slight difference in the logo, and, like, he notices that, uh, uh. Oh. She calls him up, oh, yeah, you were, like, staring at my tits, yada, yada.
1: Yeah, because um, Michael didn't notice the change, but he did, and he was p- like, do you see that? And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. should we go there over was a there? Oh, there
0: Wait, 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 no, 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 guys, okay, so, so he does his magic trick, and then when he's over there, Michael reveals, oh, you dropped the glass here, Mr. Magician, and at that point, she goes to the bathroom. That's where she sees the girl with the other oh, purse. Right. That's when the switcheroo happens. She opens it up, sees tons of money inside. She goes back to the to where she was sitting, pays and pays the bill. Pays the bill, and the whole time they're staring at her purse, which she is clutching, cut, clutching close to her chest. She comes over and says, "Hey, were you raised on powdered milk?" And and Fat goes, "Yeah, how do you know?" And she says, "Cause you can't stop staring at my chest." Anyways, funny joke, and then she takes off. They fight, They follow her.
2: No, but then Chayin Fat tells dude. There were,
0: oh there the wasn't purses a k are different on
2: the purse before but now, now there is now it's
0: an i think yeah a k or an something a k, uh, something a some v, sort of v, some sort
3: of a v, a v, v is, is a
1: v where's that from I, <laughs> v.
3: I don't know i don't know i think that's just from your mind Lily. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it'll come to me okay <laughs> v, v, v. oh man can i buy a vowel or something <laughs> yeah. Can I call a friend? <laughs> oh,
0: okay. Uh, so then
2: uh, We do they, need Vanna White on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. We so have Vanna White. Lillian's uh, Lillian's better some, than any Vanna White. Vanna White. No, but she can all but V is yeah.
1: It's
0: but, like,
2: Vandal Way can also offer uh, some uh, reflections on graduation day.
0: Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, call back to one of our earliest episodes, the graduation episode, aka our lowest listened listen listen to race. episode ever. Cool. Oh, shout out to all
3: those listeners that did listen to that. Thanks, yeah. guys. You're our true fans. We love you. Hmm. The rest of you can f off.
0: No, 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 because <laughs> we have more, <laughs> listen- we have more <laughs> listeners now. Don't that, f that, off. That
1: means you're telling me to f off because I didn't listen to it.
0: Lillian that was so early on that was so we were still finding our voice we hadn't had a some might say we're still finding our voices
1: it's always an evolution exactly
0: see this allows me to throw in the Motorhead song Evolution
1: do it
0: because evolution is a mystery something for our eyes not to see so I'm quoting lyrics it was actually the theme song of the evil wrestling stable Evolution featuring Triple H Ric Flair Randy Orton and Batista
3: Graham is always trying to turn this into a wrestling podcast we will not let him by the
0: way <laughs> Wrestle Kingdom 12 in Japan amazing anyways back to it's, this it's a
2: more creative choice of song than Pearl Jam's Do the Evolution oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh.
3: Mm-hmm. It's I did like I'm not a fan of that song
0: yeah had a great video though Top by McFarlane yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah it was their, our... their first video after years of not doing videos yeah back when they, they when they went punk and were like we're gonna get rid of Ticketmaster we're gonna get rid of the music it's all about the music man and then they <laughs> went a little broke and were like it's all about the money man <laughs> we need Ticketmaster bro come at us we need you back bro we'll 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 perform us take that we don't care whatever you said whatever you did I just want you back for we're good
2: we'll do <laughs>
1: yes. yeah.
0: that's, where that's, cool, yeah. that's where I
1: was going. Oh, that's where I was going. Anytime you mention take that, that's where you're going.
3: I I missed where mm-hmm. where we're going and where we're.
1: Oh, what's that other band? Um, so. colors, something colors. colors.
0: City and color. Hmm. Back to Tiger on the beat. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. So. Um, they follow her. What do they follow her? Do? Oh, they follow her into a department store. Oh, and where some she hilarity can. Enthous. This is the first instant, instance of the term, basters. <laughs> um, yes. And then when we say basters, it's because they the they meant to say bastards, but in the subtitle it was it was written spelled as basters. Um, she points out to in the lingerie section to the woman, the cashier. See those two basters down there? They're pursuing me. And so she's like, okay, go hide, and I'll, I'll get rid of them. And so they come in, and come in, and the woman's like, oh, what are you doing here in the women's bra section, men? And they're like, oh, I, I need to buy a bra. And she's like, oh, for you, for at home or on the street? And Chaoyoung Fatsh is like, no, 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 for my wife. And she's like, how big is she? And he's like, well, she's, uh, and he comically, like, holds his hands out and kind of squeezes in the air. For some stupid reason and then she starts listing off uh asian actresses which we don't know of the um, day of the, of the day, day. Yeah. and then she said like well are they as big as mine he says like no yours are exaggerated ha 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 hilarity and then finally they go in to the to the change room where uh mary donna is hiding out and she goes ah purses!" and then the stock woman goes like hey it's purses!" and then let's get them and then everybody gangs up and starts like pounding down them with like their handbags and stuff and then the security comes in and starts punching them and then they're like CID which is I'm they, assuming they panties thrown over their head too, yeah that's inexplicably true thats oh yeah. Uh,
1: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> um, so they they like go oh, CID which uh, we believe stands for Criminal Investigation Department it might not but might that's not, what but we're going something with something
1: like that but yeah more or, it or less it's the
0: gist the gist yeah so um, so and they're like CID pervs and it's like no like she's a, we're pursuing her and then she gets away um where do we go so from there kid that
1: got away
0: uh where do
3: we go from there um they decide to stake out her aerobics um oh
0: school. right they go to the they go to the gym where she she teaches aerobics and, and um, some more hilarity ensues as as uh good old uh, michael cho or michael so uh, <gasps> shows off his uh, weightlifting well it's
1: lucky that they're there because she she shit hits the fan
0: shit does hit the fan hmm. as lillian so correctly says yes because all the bad guys show up and they're there like where's your brother where's the money where's the coke um and, and then the, the comedy k- of the mm-hmm. scene is built around the fact that chow yun fat is like oh don't
3: worry i got her you yeah, yeah. you just stay I'm out here and look man. for her yeah. oh, i'm gonna find her yeah and and meanwhile michael Sower two zero three nine six he it's actually butt. does find her he's
1: kicking butt
3: Where Chai Yantan is, like, clueless and wandering around. Yeah,
0: Yeah. but the actual fight scene, like, there's actually some pretty harsh and threatening stuff towards uh, Mary Donna, where the villain of the piece, uh, Gordon Liu, actually, like, puts shaving cream on her neck and uses a men's straight razor to, like, shave her neck as in a threatening manner. And that's tense as hell, and then Michael comes in and starts kicking all kinds of ass. But then he's out, he loses the numbers game and gets the crap kicked out of him. And then... Isn't there a scene in, like, The Untouchables where this happens, or...? I think no, not that I'm aware of. Um, And then I could
1: see that happening with the razor and yeah, some intimidating kind of thing. With a razor. I, I
3: could be wrong. I've never seen The Untouchables. I'm trying to reference a movie I That's haven't seen.
1: That's with uh, Al Capone and all that, right? Well,
3: yeah,
2: with
1: Robert yeah. De Niro. Don't yeah. reference well, movies have you haven't seen. After watching
2: Eastern Promises, it's uh, made me uh, very scared to get a uh, close shave from the barber.
0: It's always <laughs> nice, actually, <laughs> if you can go to one that does that. It's pretty yeah.
3: Cool.
0: My uh, my beard trimmer actually kind of went rogue. I Actually, I have to buy a new one, because it kind of went, I almost like... <laughs> had no beard uh this morning cause I was like last yesterday when I was like trimming my beard it went a little too close for comfort like normally I don't cut my beard this this close to my face and then all of a sudden I was just like do I do I go go, go bald faced it's been so long
1: bald
0: <laughs> eagle yeah um and I just decided no I'm just gonna cut my beard really close and shave a, lot, a bit more under my neck than I normally do so it uh, I think it covers up you don't see the patches that like I took big chunks out of my face looks solid looks solid Thanks. yeah
1: yeah
0: my beard game is always solid. Phil, you got a trim recently too, didn't you? I did. I did the other week. Yeah.
1: Very nice. I didn't
0: do it myself. <laughs> I saw the Instagram post. Everybody's That's beard is one. looking great.
1: Thank you, Kit.
0: Lillian, your beard is looking Lillian magnificent. She's
1: has... got
3: a she's got a Fu Manchu kind of thing going Thank on. Thank
1: you very much, guys. I worked very hard on it. <laughs>
0: okay. So then as Chow Young fat walks in, and also there's a little a little bit of trivia here. Uh, the receptionist at the aerobics studio, when he's trying to find her, she says, oh, what's your name? And he goes, Mark Gore, which is actually the character name that he has in A Better Tomorrow, which is the film that broke him out made him a big megastar in Hong Kong. Um, then, the, year you know, before. Before, uh,
1: the year before, mm-hmm. the
0: year before, the year before. It's also a super sweet Wu Tang Clan song, yeah, and a not super sweet Wu Tang Clan album. Yep. The interesting thing is when I was going through the IMDb's of all these of all the actors in this film. Like, it's not like Chow fat made one film in 87 and one film in 88 or two films. He made, like, five per year. Like, there were so many of these films being made, they were just pumping them out nonstop, one after the other after the other. The Hong Kong film industry for a long time actually had one of the most strongest um, domestic film industries of any country on Earth. Like, it wasn't until 1993 with Jurassic Park was the first time since The Sound of Music that a foreign film was the number one grossing film in Hong Kong. So... They had one of the best and most. Um,
1: what about Bollywood? They they whip that stuff out like like mad, right?
0: Gra- yep. Grandma's yeah. promised us mm-hmm. the Bollywood one. We will be doing Bollywood eventually. Some some choice cuts. Nice. They're gonna be long longer <laughs> nights though because most <laughs> Bollywood films are three hours long. Oh good. So yeah. Uh, yeah, let's just start early and just. There's uh,
1: one that's it. always stayed with me. It's called Raz R-A-Z. and it's like this thriller. Uh, and it's pretty awesome. It's like this, like steamy
0: thriller thing. Yeah. I saw a lot of Bollywood stuff in, in university, so I'm. We're probably gonna watch Lagan for sure. Lagan is an awesome, awesome film with an, with more evil white guys. Um, nice. Yeah. Where are the villains over There's there, no folks? There's
2: no shortage of evil white guys.
0: No, 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 no. It's it's, it's true in real life. Yeah, as, it is as, as, in, <laughs> as true in real life as it is in film. Yeah, so they're not wrong. No, not at all. Um, so then, uh, Chow Young Fat walks in and sees like all this aftermath, and he's like, "Hey, where's the girl? She's passed out, knocked out because she's like." Um, so they take her home. They realize that she uh, illegally is living in Hong Kong, and if they bring her to the police station to do an official report, they will she'll be deported.
3: What do they call her though? A it's like Fink. A Fink, yeah.
1: Yeah, because her and her brother swam there from the mainland yeah I,
3: I, I get it they're not um, they're not part of Hong Kong
0: yeah people, people do that a lot trying to escape the oppressive Chinese regime before China reclaimed Hong Kong in, in the late 90s um, and now
3: it's all repressive
0: now it's civil repressed but eh? um, hey, light of the leading world um, cut that out um so no, but they
3: do like the um mm-hmm. like sometimes the uh, he'll get in a spat with inspector butt about protocol and he's like i didn't make the rules the queen does yeah
0: yeah lots of references to like we're getting scared by china and england all at once buddy <laughs> i don't know why i went turns and philip on that it just seems to work <laughs> so on um what was i gonna say um
1: oh. then where were we
0: Oh, this is when they take her back to her place. And then or go start- back to his place. And then, no, no, they don't start beating her up yet. This is when they're... Tra- <laughs> Stay tuned, Come audience. On, he's, just trying to, he's just
1: trying to help her, and he's trying to snap her out of it, and he knows she's in a huge hole, and... I don't know. I didn't take it the way you guys do.
3: Lillian Godlover will always defend the point of view of the movie, I
0: think. Thank you. Yeah, you're, you're playing devil's advocate Wait, here. No, it's not even devil's advocate. She's just defending the point of view of the movie. And that's why we have Lillian on, because I want to get backed up once in a while, guys.
1: Come on. I was invested. I was saying is poor deer was... swam with her brother. They're trying to start a new life, and he took on this risk, and he needs her help, and they got into trouble, and... He realizes that, like, I mean, it's not rocket science, right? I mean, they're not dealing with chocolate bars here.
3: He does punch her into a glass table at
0: one point. I Wait, that's, that's Chow Yun-fat's character, just to clarify. <laughs> I know,
1: but, I mean, there's also got to be a little bit of action, and... Uh, I,
0: I know, I know. And it's kind
1: of like... Uh, personifying, snapping some sense into her, and saying, "Look, I want to help you."
0: Yeah, like. he snaps a lot of sense into her. The way I see it is, it's it's a different culture, it's a different time. Like it's like whenever I watch one of those old Europe, uh, Italian crime films. Women get slapped around a lot, and they're they're okay with it for the most part in it, those movies. It's not even that. It's it's more like the the of suspects and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But we'll we'll get we'll, we'll get yeah, to all that good stuff. And we'll and we'll and get to that stuff in a little. And, while. and
3: and for your information, yeah, it the, the police do murder and assault a bunch of folks in
0: this movie. And it's oh kind yeah, of, we didn't even. Okay, so we didn't even do the the pantsless chase. People just chase. get shot, and it's like yeah. Yeah. It's part of the job. So early on, they. Um, they they confront uh they follow uh mary donna back to her to her apartment where they confront her brother and there's a police chase where her brother is in her underwear in his underwear because he was sleeping with some broad which we never see again and his underwear gets ripped and they're even like where can you go you have ripped underpants you're not gonna get far like that and then he holds some girls hostage and he's like throw me your pants two girls he has Yeah. two girls and chion fat is to michael like hey throw him your pants and
1: two's better than one
0: yeah. yes
3: yeah. agreed right. always true yeah. universal truth right yep. there Lillian just spitting them out yep. it's,
1: a, it's, a, it's a mathematical fact
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know that's why those Twix that's why Twix is the best bar ever because you get two of them
1: thank you and a Kit Kat break
0: those are four. That's even better. Four is better yeah, than two. Yeah, you, know, you know when chocolate because bars...
1: Because it's, it's double.
0: ...started doing that bullshit
3: thing, like Mr. Big became... It It came in, like, two segments, and you're like, They stopped Wait that, though. A minute. They, they
0: changed that back. I got more chocolate bar when it was one segment. When it was segment. one con- conjoined <laughs> piece, yeah. No, they, they stopped that. It's just yeah, like one again. Yeah, Toblerone. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, anyways, back to the movie. I didn't so, get
1: wind of this. Mm. oh Mr. yeah, yeah, yeah. Toblerone
2: they're, they're pulling a fast one the consumers
0: oh I know where they've got like one chunk yep, yeah, yeah. less Yeah, but anyways back to the movie oh, yeah,
2: yeah, I, 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 yeah I, I go for the PC knockoff Toblerone pro yeah. tip yeah. They, they took away che- cheaper and better than actual I'm, Toblerone yeah. they took away some triangles oh yeah there's a lot of <clears> space <throat> between the triangles yeah What's
1: your mouth Scandal. for your teeth no like,
2: that's not what it's for Mm. They this uh, it was not last Christmas but the Christmas before, I believe. Uh, Those bastards.
1: Oh yeah,
3: yeah, there's a good uh, Mitch Hedberg bit about the uh, the imprint on the Kit Kat bar mm-hmm. of uh, it says Kit Kat written written on In the, the chocolate. The chocolate bar. Yeah, it's like that robs you of chocolate.
0: <laughs> Anyways. Oh. <laughs> I just got it. RIP Mitch oh, Hedberg. Oh. So back to the film. You uh, <laughs>
1: thought of everything.
0: So anyways, uh, Mary Donna's brother calls up to him, send me your pants. And Chang Fat tells Michael, give him your pants. And, And Michael's just like, no. And Chang Fat's like, hey, I'm your superior officer. Give him your pants. And he says, oh, okay. And so he takes off his pants and he throws it off this bridge that they're standing on. But the wind catches it and blows it into a tree. And so then the guy's like, give me your pants. And Chang Fat's like, you did that on purpose. And Michael's like, no, it was the wind. <laughs> and Giant Fat's like, there is no wind here. You purposely threw your pants into the thing to make me look ridiculous. So then Giant Fat takes off his pants, throws it down. Because
1: uh, Mary- he's already been really, 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 really humili- humiliated for peeing himself, being held hostage, in complete surprise. I'm still not over that.
0: I like how it's 30 years after this movie was released, and we're still all giving him crap for, giving, for urinating his pants. Except me. By the way, 30th anniversary of Tiger on the Beat this year. 30 years.
1: Cheers. It's also the 30th anniversary
2: of...
3: that came out in 1998?
0: 1988. 1988, We're not that old. 88. Yeah. I know. It's weird when... 30th anniversary of Die Hard. Yep, 30th anniversary of A Better Tomorrow Part 2, which we'll be watching later on. Um, So then, what happens next? Oh yeah, so then he runs off in in the pants. So anyways, we're back. We're jumping back ahead to when... Um, They've got Mary Donna at Chang Fat's apartment. His sister is there and they're all kind of hanging out trying to get Mary Donna like, okay, look, you got to work with us because otherwise bad shit's going to happen. So she winds up calling her brother from the kitchen. And what happens simultaneously is that the bad guys have shown up at her brother's place. They have taped a stick of dynamite, although it's a firecracker. She has a dream, actually. She has a dream that her brother's getting hit and she wakes up. No, she, she senses it. If she senses it. She senses it because it's happening in real life. Because as as I've
3: pointed Mm -hmm. out, this movie really is about the powerful bond between brothers and sisters. It totally is. There's two,
0: so the bad guys are two brothers.
1: But it's also like she she she's totally worn out, but like at the same time she can't sleep because of what's going on, you know? And at the same time that this crap is going on, her brother is being beat up she kind of like wakes out of her slumber
3: but she senses that he's being punched at that because very moment these
1: are these are times where you can't you can't sleep right i agree so it's going down so the is yeah, also about
3: nepotism down at the uh, police department oh yeah so because... uh, commissioner butt is uh, <laughs> Chang fat's uncle <laughs> anyway anyway anyways it's it's, it's a so, lot.
1: everyone's uncle
2: yeah,
3: yeah. It's a very layered movie. Yes, aka so, Uncle Jim.
0: So much going on in this film. It's like it...
1: no, but it's also as we as we ascertained, it's like a title thing. Like it's just a cultural. Uh...
0: That is true, but I think he actually because they reference uh, Chang Fat's uncle, father quite a bit.
1: Sis, uncle, like it's just like in Spanish, you you could totally call uh, a stranger your love, your soul. Like, it's just a, it's a, it's a Hong cultural Kong, it's, it's thing. A, mi amor, mi alma. Like, like, if you're well, serving somebody. Well, the
2: British somebody,
1: do that as well. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's like a, Arate it's maneuver. like a, yeah. it's like a cultural thing. Yeah. It's...
3: And
0: in, in Hong Kong, it's Inspector Uncle Butt. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle <laughs> Butt. Uncle Jim. Anyways, back to the film. So, while she's on the phone with her brother, the bad guys are there. The two brother, the two evil brothers are there torturing her brother, played by Gordon Liu and some other guy. <clears throat> they tape a firecracker to his hand, blow up his hand, And then gordon lou just shoots him right in the back on the phone with the with mary donna at that point she realizes holy crap things are getting bad well and then they go and they see the dead body they're like oh he's dead yeah and then they bring her back to the apartment and like she's like that's my brother who's that in your car shut up because they're trying to show that like she's not with them because if she's with them then she'll be deported
1: yeah yeah
0: (laughs) so then they bring her back and she's like no 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 fighting 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 and then she like this is the scene that w- I was dreading that you guys, that uh, Lil accepts as part of the film, that y- you guys both fill doesn't like and kit doesn't like and i don't it's, like it's, and well, none of us the, i think like it it just it's just sort of like in, here's
3: the thing yeah. if Chow yun fat uh previous to this scene had been kind of portrayed as a bit of a hard ass at all, that's true the
0: tonal shifts are crazy because he goes from like goofball to to
3: all of a sudden he's slapping this suspect around he, let's not it's i'm not even talking yeah. about the misogyny uh aspect of it i'm just saying like the he's brutalism he's,
0: that he treat that he treats anyone with in this
3: with scene, any yeah. suspect he's like i'm gonna punch you into the table, and then I'm going to slap you around some more. Yeah.
1: No, because uh, shit's was... getting real, and he's saying basically, <laughs> if you don't talk right now, you're going to die.
0: I feel like and they could have left that for the other character. Unfortunately, like, unfortunately,
1: she does die. Oh, wow. Um, yeah,
0: she does, yeah. Okay. We'll get yeah. to that, we'll get to that, we'll get to that, we'll
1: get to that. I know, I didn't want to be a bummer here, but um... She dies
3: saving Chow Yun-Fat, who she falls in love with. They fall in love with each other, After kid. he slaps her around. But, okay. I think...
1: I think it's understood that uh, he has taken a liking to her, and he genuinely cares about her. I think him slapping her around, I know it's a little harsh for you guys to to look, and I don't condone it or anything, but like... It's like that Madonna movie, away. I think movie, it kind of... Away. I didn't see it as um i don't know i didn't see it Dude as cut. as harshly as you guys do
0: yeah and i am seeing it more in the context of like at the time like i said like i've seen lots of asian action films at the time that treated women pretty badly um and that was and also a lot of european films that treat women badly i don't think this is something that's unique to this film it's, well,
3: i the the swept away movie is based on a european it, yeah, film exactly. which i was referencing where the abuse is pretty pretty blatant pretty blatant
0: he slaps around the woman until she like gives in or Or she falls in love with him of course because that's what you do um there's a funny joke in that film the editor by Astron six where like the wife of the detective is like you don't slap me around anymore no the wife of the editor is like what am i supposed to do slap myself you don't know what's going on then the detective comes in and slaps her and she's like see someone else has got to slap me around he's like i can't (laughs) and the detective to the editor is like i can't believe i could i couldn't sit by anymore don't you understand women need to be slapped and it's, it's a joke on the misogyny of those films um, so then we're at uh, she basically after Chai Young Fat, you know gets into a little bit of a tussle with her puts some powder that he says is like a euphemism for cocaine dunks her head in, the, in a bath that's already full for some reason that's the part where I wrote laundry gets-
1: no she's soaking her clothes in there
0: Sure. Okay. He okay. gets a,
3: he gets a little sinister here. That was the only thing that jarred me so much. No, was that... he's
1: uh, reducing the dose of the cocaine that he just slapped all over her face.
0: I think it was just baby. I think, powder. It, I think it was cooking powder because said, get the powder from the kitchen.
1: No, he threw a bag of coke in her face. I thought
0: it was. I just... think it's, Yeah, I think the thing, the whole thing was that it was, it was, the uh, hell is it was baking, in baking, like, baking powder.
1: Who the hell has baking powder packed like coke?
0: Cops do that too.
1: Oh,
3: Decoy, so I would think.
1: oh, so that was all part of the.
3: Song. I'm I'm not even sure. Lillian could be
0: correct. It could be cocaine that he slapped on her face. What? In which I case, it would very be, dangerous. Yeah, which was because-
1: fake. Which was fake to begin with, wasn't it?
0: I think it was fake cocaine. Yeah, that yeah. he slapped in her face. Like here's the powder. That but when the powder came, because like the guy's like, what powder? He's like, the powder in the kitchen, and I think that's what set it up. Because it's also like, you know, um, I don't think he would have slapped real cocaine in her face. Um, it dangerous. Like a,
1: it was. It was. It looked like a pack of cocaine. It wasn't just a bag of powder.
0: Yeah, this yeah. is true. I think but it was like true. It could have been a decoy, decoy yeah.
3: coke that you could imagine a detective might have.
1: But this coke, am I wrong, was bad to begin with. It wasn't even real coke.
3: That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, it was yeah, all, yeah. It was all powder, saying. yeah. That's why with, he felt um, f- fair enough to yeah, exactly. just throw it in her face without worrying that she might overdose or some, some shit.
2: Yeah, like the most stepped on mm. cocaine ever. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's mostly cotton at this point. Um, so then uh, he gives her some tea and she agrees to help. She gives away the location of where they would do other deals. And that's when the great scene of, like, there's a big drug deal going on between the bad guys and other bad guys. And they lower down the cocaine, which are now hiding in cement cylinders. And inside the cylinder is da Michael Cho. So he's out there like, hey, I'm the police. And they're like, you're just one man. We'll shoot you. And then all of a sudden they're surrounded by police. There's a really great... A couple of really great fight scenes and a really great car chase with Michael Cho on top of the bad guy's car. To be
3: honest with this, uh, yep. to be honest with you, this movie, unlike uh, American films that it, uh, I think we referenced, mm-hmm. Turner and Hooch and K yep. Nine, these kind of yep. uh, funny cop movies, Stomper, mm-hmm. My Mom Will Shoot, with yep. Sylvester Stallone. By the way, Sylvester Stallone is all over this film. Yeah, yeah. Um, in movie poster form. <clears throat> But um, the the thing that separates this from those
0: films is the awesome fights that sometimes oh, yeah. break out. Well, well, that's the thing is that like Hong Kong action. The reason why it got so influential in the early '90s was when all the videotapes came across and influence everyone like they see all these films and I'm like oh my god there's all this stuff going on
3: but even like he's like I'm gonna introduce you to my uh, friend who's a bartender haha uh-huh.
0: yeah and they have and an then, awesome fight scene And they have yeah. an awesome
1: fight scene <laughs> <laughs> and they're like that's gonna be afterwards and you're like what yeah it's understood that they're just kind of like testing each other out and say can I really talk to you is this real talk R. Kelly style you know
0: R. Kelly style, yeah. <laughs> wow. a little with the deep cuts. Yeah. So then, um, Michael Cho is riding on top of on top of the bad guys' car, and then Chiang Fat comes out in his little uh, Polish Fiat, I believe it was that fill you. It, it, it? it looks like a Porsche Fiat. Yeah. Yeah. Kind
1: of cars you can put in your pocket.
0: Basically. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And Pulsky so. Fiat. Uh, so as Mark as as Michael falls off of the bad guys' car, he falls onto Chiang Fat's car, and they're driving around. There's whole lots of like. He's ducking under this thing. He's jumping on top of that thing. Eventually, the top of the bad guy's car gets sheared off. Uh, one of the bad guys gets caught. The other bad guy drives the car off a. Uh, no, I won't say a cliff, but it was definitely a drop into the water. The car sinks, and then uh, Chang Fat stays there all night long watching for him to surface. He never does. And then. Dun dun dun. Just so. You think the movie's over? You think it's a happy ending? You know, Mary Donna and Chiang Fat are like kind of getting along, but then Chiang Fat, in his tone deaf because he's a lunkhead male, thinks the best, the thing she wants the most is to move to Australia where she's safe and free. But really, what she wants the most is him.
3: He even even like says some sort of uh, I don't know. I guess if it's a Hong Kong idiom or something like that, like stupid ass talks like stupid ass.
2: Yeah, like, he, he about himself. As yeah, far yeah. As stupid, yeah. For stupid ass stupid. talks
0: like stupid ass. Um, So then he goes and kind of apologizes, and they kind of realize, and she's also kind of playing like, well, I'm just going to pack to go. And as they go down to the taxi, he's like, you really should go. Please write me when you're free. She gets into the taxi, and then all of a sudden.
1: No, he's like, I'm really going to miss. And then he. Oh, and he doesn't finish. And she's like, what? Miss what? Miss what? And then before she she gets into the cab, she's like, miss what? And he's like, you silly, write me a letter when you're safe.
0: (laughs) Yeah. On
1: you go. On you go.
0: And then she gets into the cab, but oh no, it's evil Gordon Liu driving the cab. He jumps in, um she he goes to shoot uh Triune Fat, but she jumps in the way, gets shot to hell, and then he's shot like Shot to
3: hell, yeah. A number of bullets enter her body.
0: Yeah. And then
1: so close.
0: Mm-hmm. And then all oh, well this is As what, they
3: explained to her earlier, that's mm-hmm. what
0: happens in the drug dealer lifestyle. Yeah. Live by the sword, die by the sword. And so then Mimi gets kidnapped. That's Chowing Fat's sister, and the, who's,
3: who's got a thing going with uh, Michael, with Michael? Yeah, Michael
0: Cho, mm-hmm.
1: of course, aka Manolo.
0: Manolo, yes. but but like the Manolo <laughs> where the Manolo where him and him and uh, Scarface get along. <laughs> that oh, rare on, rare we love cut him. of Scarface. We love yeah, him. where Scarface is like you mean my sister I love you I love you this is great let's go back You're my do, brother let's go back home and do some cocaine everybody does cocaine um, so then um, so then go, why do you sound
1: Australian hey, everybody does cocaine
0: <laughs> I always go with the, the turns and Phil like let's go you buddy screw you guy I'm not your friend guy I'm not your guy buddy I'm not your buddy friend anyways um,
1: oh by the way what do you guys hear when I say the following? Michael Kane.
0: I hear Michael Caine and my cocaine at the same time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I hear it more That's because... of a
1: subliminal message.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm hearing it more because I'm hearing it through the headphones. Is, is that a reference to something? No, not...
1: I just noticed no, that just like Michael Caine sounds
0: like... the Michael Kane like... Speaks? Michael Caine, when he says in own voice, sounds like Michael My name is Michael Caine. Caine. I'd like to hear
3: some like anecdotes from Michael Caine's uh, earlier days when when this became an issue with him and police. That would be hilarious. <laughs> Who are you, Michael
0: Caine? <laughs>
1: Lay off, Michael Caine.
0: <laughs> he just speaks. That, he speaks in the third person. Yeah, you know the best thing for the situation is little my cocaine so, um, some hilarious a, the best thing for
1: this situation is laying off my cocaine
0: <laughs> okay so uh we're almost at the end of the film um this now we're built up to the whole thing so the whole scenario is that basically evil gordon Lou says i'll release your sister if you release my brother so then they concoct a scheme to get um the evil brother out of jail and tim is like yeah yeah Poor Tim. I feel bad for Tim. I
3: don't. Trapped in a gay, gay stereotype this entire film, and they just trot wearing him out an to AIDS say things shirt. like that. He's wearing an AIDS shirt. It, his shirt has painted on it the words
0: AIDS and dead. No, it says, it says have AIDS, will... There- have AIDS be dead. I think is the, is on it. And I, he's got I like
3: at, those like he's got these zubas. It's like a
2: Fabio shirt. And it looks like it's written on yeah. in like Fabio uh, magic again. Markers.
3: Yeah.
1: Fabio won't leave us alone. No. Really. Is he our patron saint?
2: Yes. <laughs>
3: And I guess he's supposed to be a fashionista as well because he's got these overalls with like just the one button up and yeah. stuff like
0: that. It's just the kid. worst. He's a club kid for sure. Yeah, he's late 80s like Euro trash is essentially what he's going for. <laughs> Whenever he speaks, it's well, the worst. Well, he's in the
1: scene and he's the one, uh, He's got a big, uh, he's got a big say in this whole Coke thing
0: yeah yeah the coke's not good guys it's it's so not good Uh, (laughs) um so then where are we from there oh yeah so then basically they they spring the guy out of jail they go to confront the bad guys and they actually handcuff the bad brother to the coat of the car and they come out and the the bad guys are like okay we're gonna release mimi and they let her go but like but it's really a guy in disguise and he shoots chugging fat in the chest and oh no he's dead and then michael gets shot in the chest oh no he's dead no, they're not. They actually wore um, bulletproof vests underneath their clothes for once. Or, as their sergeant called it, bulletproofed <laughs> yeah, vests. Bulletproofed vests. <laughs> so, yeah, and that's not a joke. That's what the actual subtitle said. Bulletproof And Did
1: the meaning come across, guys? Did the meaning come across? We understood. It, it the, proved they the, were bullets. The, it was
0: comprehensible.
1: The message was delivered.
0: Definitely.
3: It even makes sense. They're, they're vests that have been proved by bullets
0: to, to, be, to, secure. to be
1: secure. Exactly. Exact amount.
0: The amount of grammatical like <laughs> hopscotch you did to get to that kit was great. Still works. Um, so, and this is where this is the the part that the movie is known for. So there's an act. There's an awesome thing where they drive the car with the bad guy attached on it right through the door, right through the window. Chiang fat gets into a crazy fight scene so does michael the, the, so does the, the uh, at Lee. this
3: point it becomes double dragon if if there are any early gamers out there but
0: a better version like of it where they're just kicking the crap out of everyone
3: like a shutter doors will open up all of a sudden and three mean looking bad guys we'll will come out, out with out. guns <laughs> and chai
0: fat rigs up his shotgun like a yo-yo to like pop out and like shoot he does do that and then they quickly run out of bullets, and then Michael chases Gordon Liu into a different room where he sees Mimi. Um, Charing Fat has, like, a great, like, sword gunfight between the the evil red-headed white guy and him. And uh, at a certain point, the evil red-headed white guy pulls a knife out of his boot and attaches it to the front of his machine gun and makes a bayonet. And then, literally, there's a "That's not a knife. This is a knife." moment, even though they don't say it out loud. We were all thinking it. Where Chiang Fat pulls a big knife out of his back pocket, well, you and attaches also it to said the it front. out loud. I know just because yeah, just to make sure you all thought it in your heads. <laughs> um, and then Chiang Fat pulls out this big knife and attaches it to the front. And then they have a sword knife fight, which or a knife sword fight or a gun gun sword like fight. fight bayonet fight bayonet fight makeshift like, bayonets. Yeah, it's great. And then um, this leads up to the the thing that the movie is most well known for the chainsaw duel. Um, so Conan Lee the actor and Gordon Liu put on a hell of a chainsaw duel I think we can all say it's the greatest like that's what this whole movie was building up to it's a pretty sweet chainsaw duel
1: yeah they even mm-hmm. lock chainsaws at one point which causes the chainsaws to pause yes. and, uh, yeah, yeah that's like the big kicker I think
0: and anytime the chainsaw
3: touches a, a solid surface, it, it shoots out sparks. Yeah. And, and as uh, Phil pointed out during the film, this is a great product placement for the DLC 120 brand of chainsaws. It
0: is a quality chainsaw. Man.
1: It is can, it a real one? I, I, maybe, I don't think they, so. Maybe they put in a fake thing or something. The yeah, chainsaws
0: they're both fighting with DLC 120 yeah. chainsaws. The interesting thing is that the chainsaws, actually the the, the body of them were, was bigger than they would, would really be. So a fun fact about the chainsaw is that uh, the chainsaws during the duel were actually off, but they had incense burning inside the engine cavity of the chainsaws to have smoke emitting. So not only was it a great fight scene, but it smelled awesome as well. Smelled like sandalwood. Everybody enjoyed it. Yeah, everyone. That
1: sense.
0: In fact, fun. Fa- another fun fact: they actually had to like reshoot the fight scene six times because, like, halfway through, the Tiger guys would grass. be like, "The guys would just be like, I don't know why we're fighting when everything smells so good." <laughs> yeah, is, that, is that a fact no
1: aromatherapy no. <laughs> yeah. how come aromatherapy didn't kick in I don't That's
0: know happens when you're acting so anyways um uh, Michael I can't fight with all this with all this wonderful scent around <laughs> me <laughs>
3: all these great vibes It smells like vanilla in here
0: yeah someone they puts they on did. a little M- Michael McDonald or Christopher Cross and they just started like just relaxing a lot and just dancing as opposed to chainsaw fighting <laughs> oh my god that'd be a great day but no you, you've probably all seen it as, as
3: we mentioned earlier it's actually um, hard
0: to find out because they pulled it from YouTube as I was saying earlier uh, is it still on E-Bomb's World? I haven't been to E-Bomb's World in about 10 years so I'm not really sure has anybody been to
3: E-Bomb's World in 10
0: years?
1: we should try searching it in a GIF they might have it in a GIF
0: Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. I
2: was just
0: going to say somewhere old Mr. E-Bomb himself just woke up Huh? <gasps> someone someone yeah, what's said what's my website What a GIF? What, what's your gif?
1: Yeah, say, what's oh, it? It's pronounced gif. Pronounce
0: Anyways, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> so the chainsaw fight ends with Michael stabbing evil Gordon Liu right through the chest with a chainsaw. You think the fight's over, but he comes back. You see a little pinky movement. And uh, Michael releases Mimi, and she's like, oh, Michael. And, she, and he's like, Mimi. And they embrace, and then all of a sudden... Out from the darkness comes Gordon Liu on a... Like a, a hook line? Like a police system. police system, like swinging by with a chainsaw. And you're just like, what are they going to do? And then from off screen you screen, you see like... Da, 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 and Chao Young-Fat shoots him dead. And then the police show up, and Chao Young-Fat and Michael realize... We're probably going to jail. By the way, the only person left after this... People left after this whole fight... Every, there's like 20 deaths that we just saw. Are Chao Young-Fat, Michael Cho, Mimi... And the brother that they initially had in custody, so they actually return him to custody, and they assume that they're going to get arrested. But the chief, not the the uh, commissioner, not um, not not commissioner, but not commissioner, but the other butt, the other guy. Um, uh, he uh, he's just like Inspector Butt. He just no. he, Inspector Butt. He, like Inspector Gadget, but only with his butt. I just said no. <laughs> do, 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 do. Um, do 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 um so then
3: uh, <laughs> but um go gadget
0: go, <laughs> go, gadget,
1: go!
0: <laughs> This is the worst part It's just all I hear in my in my in my headphones are in, in one side I, did, I hear yeah. Lily going like do, 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 do. And then in the other ear I hear just keep going. So then the movie ends. Um, the 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 chief commissioner takes all the credit, and the guys are basically like, hey, I guess I guess it worked out all as well that ends well. We murdered everyone. Well,
1: got promotion too. Oh yeah, I got
0: promoted to uh, to.
1: Like,
0: Thank you. Thank you, sir. And then. Cut the credits. Oh, well, that Mikey awesome comes out, and they both like hold out their arms, and and then she Mimi runs goes, to Michael, and Chung Fetch is like, "Huh, you, you asshole!" Cut the credits. And it's
2: free freeze frame. Freeze
0: frame. Cut to credits. The end.
1: Happy
0: ending. Yeah. it's a happy ending. It's a good. It's a good funny ending. Like that the thing. The whole movie is tonally all over the. It's it's. Except for that, well, that one scene is very tonally like, "Holy crap!" But the rest of it, I think it's pretty on point. It's basically a cop comedy type, type yeah, yeah, but with amazing action and just sort of like crazy leaps of logic really that you wouldn't expect.
2: Violence, yeah. So yeah,
0: chain and a chainsaw duel, a gosh darn
3: chainsaw duel. I have not. I do not remember the last film that I saw that ended with a gosh darn chainsaw duel.
0: Oh, we haven't watched. Uh, something
1: about cocaine. Maybe, maybe
3: Manchester by the Sea. I think that might have ended yeah. with the chainsaw something duel.
1: Something about cocaine and chainsaws.
3: Like in Scarface. <laughs> oh, like they're... the runaway chainsaw.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although there is um, in uh, Motel Hell, which we've got to watch on this podcast, there's a chainsaw duel. It's pretty good. Oh, that
1: cool. mm. Is it kind of like a hostile type of movie?
0: No, Gosh, I hope not. No, Motel Hell is. Um, Is about a farmer and a sister that, like, um, grow people. I don't want to spoil it, but it's pretty. But not really. Motel Hell? Motel Hell, which I have on Blu-ray here from Scream Factory. A a great, great company that puts out many wonderful...
1: Graham, you're bringing your stuff to the video store? Are you selling your stuff here? Is that what's happening?
0: I think we established this two episodes ago that I might be living here.
1: Might. Was the key word. Are you working here, too?
3: There are there are the there remains, are no customers anymore. The remains of a few squirrels and rodents
0: over there in the corner. <laughs> Shh. Shh. <laughs> That's all I have to say to that.
1: These are your friends.
0: They were. They were lunch. <laughs> um, um, so, anyways. Uh, yeah, guys. Final. Uh, Phil, they were
1: fi- delicious.
0: Phil, final thoughts on Tiger on the Beat. This was a lot of fun
2: in spite of its already established problematic aspects uh yeah. it was very entertaining uh lots of uh rousingly elaborate uh, set pieces uh lots of uh rube goldbergian uh, action sequences mm-hmm. and s- some pretty awesome stellar stuff. Fight yeah. char- choreography and uh good comedic timing
0: yeah it's unfortunately uh conan lee he um he did some stuff in north america but he didn't really go anywhere to be honest like he uh i think his last credit was something in numbers in like 2011 mm. maybe the show numbers the show numbers yeah he didn't really go anywhere um mm. kit what are your final
3: thoughts on tiger on the beat uh well, as i've said previously i think on this uh on the recording um mm-hmm. this has been more fun to watch than like the last five or six films that I've that I've even seen than room well this is this is more fun and, and Elvira's Haunted Hills I mean not even including the films that we watched here I'm just talking about the films that I uh, I go to life. see yeah yeah. Um, yeah this is a lot more fun like mm-hmm.
0: I don't know what to say movies had people knew how to have fun with movies in the 80s uh, aside from the problematic aspects yeah, we, which movie, I think are yeah, we've part said a lot, of the yeah.
3: era that it was made mm-hmm. in uh, a lot of yeah. I don't know fun fun to watch fun to watch
0: Lillian, what are your final thoughts on Tiger and the Beat?
1: Yeah, I agree. It was uh, fun to watch, and the action was great, and uh, the story, everything. It was uh, like it was the a good jokes time. hit;
3: like we we laughed at the jokes, even though I think some of them were lost in translation. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I think that's what's great about these like action movies. They, uh, you know, they they take a situation and they and they show like the links and and just the complexities of it and how it all comes about. I don't know. It's just uh it's just a nice adventure and fun and and I liked it. I enjoyed it.
3: Like I could definitely see this being mm-hmm. a mid-90s American film starring Jim Belushi and Dennis Leary or
0: some shit. But that would suck. Yeah, it wouldn't be as good. Yeah.
1: It's great that it wasn't them. It was these people. <laughs> Did you
0: see Jim Belushi as as yun Fat and Dennis Leary as Conan okay. Lee. Maybe the, maybe those weren't the best two. Um,
3: it would probably be like an action star, like um, say Van Damme coupled with Tom Selleck in like circa 1988. Yeah, yeah,
0: Tom Selleck. That'd i could see that. that. Or Steve, I, Gutenberg. You know, that actually, Steve yeah. Gutenberg. Steve Gutenberg. Steve and Van Damme. With Tom Selleck as the bad guy. That would be a great movie. Yes. That would be a great movie now.
1: It's just just great (laughs) to have, you know, people having each other's back and, like, kicking butt. And um, keeping the eyes on the prize, I guess. Like, even when you kind of lose focus along the way. Um, And just trying to make things better. I don't know.
0: Yeah. All right, guys. So... (laughs) I know. Lil just hit all the nails on the head. Lovely words. Lovely mm. words, Lilian. So, with all that being said, I, I really don't have any final thoughts. I enjoyed this movie. I obviously enjoy this movie because, you know, the ghost. This goat... is your second time watching second, it? Second time watching it. First yeah. time watching it without the dubbing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How was the oh, dubbing, by the uh, way? Not good. Not good. Not good. Oh. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but it was
1: a lot of fun, wasn't it? Yeah.
0: I'm going to start calling people basters yeah yes. hey you stupid baster get back to work and someone's gonna be like what,
1: what? you, you call
0: son me of a baster <laughs> son of a baster so with that being said our movie next week the ghosts have already spoken to me i actually like was out playing with the vija board earlier before you guys showed up you're not little... supposed to do that on your own graham i know but i, I like to it live, could be haunted yeah i like to live dangerous oh it is haunted of course it's haunted
3: <laughs> yeah graham's got a lot of free time here in the abandoned video store. <laughs> Sorry,
0: Graham. Don't sorry, I only might be living here. That know. that hit below the belt. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyways, uh, our next film comes to Japan and is actually the Americanized version of two Japanese films in the uh, what's called the um, oh god is it Lone Wolf and, yeah the Lone Wolf and Cub series. Um, this is the Americanized the Americanized version Japanese film? Shogun. Assassin oh yes with I'm so ama- excited about this know, it is a great film I cannot wait to watch it with you guys nice. it is a fun 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 night at the movies for anybody who's a fan of um Jizz's Liquid Swords album he this, samples it yeah he does
1: haven't huh.
2: extensively yes
0: it was also sampled in Firecracker, which was in our one oh, of our we lost, episode, episode. lost we, we episodes. We currently we have we have we have three lost episodes. It'll I'm going to work to get them up. Uh, the Christmas one I'm the most bummed about because that was supposed to be up by, by Christmas, and we all wore Christmas sweaters, and it was great, 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 great. But uh,
1: is that going to come? Hmm? Is there going to be like a, a alternate universe Christmas when that will? We're be we're going to surprise
0: our fans. Christmas in July. There, there might be a lost. There might be a yeah. lost. Um, a lost, uh, a lost month. Hey, in tune with month.
2: Our, the protagonist of the Christmas movie we discussed. Uh, it's Christmas all
0: year round. Yeah, in his house. So, with that being said... I've been Phil. I continue to be Kit. lily And I've been Graham. This has been Death by Video. We will see you next time. Please be sure to rewind. Good night.
1: Bye. Good night. Bye. They come